0: Welcome to Small Talks, where we have small talks about a big God. I'm Crystal, let's talk. One day I was perusing through social media and I came across the picture of the Kentucky Fried Chicken logo. You know, the picture of Colonel Sanders with his bow tie. The caption to this picture said that a little girl asked her mom, why is his head so big and his body so little? The little girl had mistaken his bow tie to be his body. And to this day, every time I see that Kentucky Fried Chicken logo, I see the big head with the little body. I can't unsee it. I'm sure those type of things happen to you all the time. Once something is brought to your attention, you can't unsee it. The most popular example of this is when you buy a new car and you start to see it everywhere. Now, this is no coincidence. There's actually a scientific term for this. It is known as the frequency illusion. I won't bore you with the science behind this, but the frequency illusion is when a newly learned or paid attention to concept appears in unexpected places. Today, I want to bring something to your attention. And hopefully you'll never be able to unsee it. What I'm about to point out to you is usually hard to see, especially when you're having a bad day, especially when you're going through a tough season or when you're in the middle of a trial. What I'm talking about today is the goodness of God. I'm hoping the frequency illusion will be in full effect and you start to see the goodness of God in unexpected places. Now God's goodness can be found in every situation. Many times it's hard to see the goodness of God when our circumstances are not good. But listen, God being good is rooted in his character, not in our circumstances. Psalms 25 verse 8 says, good and upright is the Lord. Psalms 100 and verse 5 says, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. There's an encouraging scripture found in Nahum chapter 1. Nahum, the author of this book, was a minor prophet who was called by God to preach to Nineveh. The city of Nineveh found it itself again in sin and this book is filled with prophecies concerning their coming judgment in the midst of the wrath of God and unfortunate circumstances, we see this scripture. Nahum chapter 1 verse 7 says, the Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. The scripture says that the Lord is good. And to further explain his goodness, the scripture doesn't say that the Lord is good and he does all these good things for us, when in some cases that's true. But what I want you to see today, and hopefully you'll never be able to unsee it, is that in times of trouble. He is good. He is a refuge. The verse goes on to say that he cares for those who trust him. See, when we choose to trust the Lord in the midst of difficult situations, you activate a special type of care from God. That word care literally means to know. So the goodness of God is not just a charitable act from our Lord, as if a random billionaire gives us a large sum of money. No, His goodness is an intimate gift to us. He knows us. He knows what we're going through. He knows the burdens we carry. Because He knows us, He can customize His comfort, His love, and His goodness towards us. Are you in the midst of a difficult situation today? Have you been overlooking the goodness of God? Are you having financial issues, but you still have a roof over your head? That's the goodness of God in your life. Or how about this, instead of God removing the problem, have you experienced more of him, like more peace, more of his faithfulness, his love, well that's the goodness of God. See that, know that, believe that. Whatever situation you find yourself in today, find the goodness of God. I want to extend the same invitation to you that David extended to the hearers of Psalm 34. In verse 8 he says, O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good! How blessed is the man who takes refuge in him! To taste the goodness of the Lord will require you to be convinced that there is a goodness to behold, to be tasted. There's a level of faith involved. Again, I want you to see here that the goodness of God is mentioned in the context where the circumstances are not good. David writes this Psalm in a tough place in his life. He was forced to leave his country. He's probably writing this Psalm from a cave as he's hiding and running for his life. In the midst of this troubling situation, David tasted the goodness of God. See, it's in the valley where God's goodness is highlighted. It's in the midst of those bad days. It's in the midst of suffering and pain when we can truly experience his goodness. Now, why is it so important for you to see the goodness of the Lord and to know that he is good. It's very simple. It's the very thing that would give you hope. It's the very thing that anchors you during tough times. David said in Psalm 27 verse 13, he said, I would have despaired unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Is it possible that the reason we sometimes find ourselves in despair or hopelessness or even in depression is because we do not have the faith to believe that in the midst of our difficult situation, the goodness of the Lord is going to show up. I urge you to see the goodness of God in your life. Because once you see it, I promise you, you won't be able to unsee it. It will be the thing that sustains you through crisis. My prayer for us is that we will be able to declare on our bad days that we have a good God. Let's pray. God, your word says that goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives. May we look for your goodness in every situation. In Jesus' name, amen.